Sometimes you might feel trapped between the right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. It's a linear expansion in this direction and the other one. It has infinite length but infinitesimal I'll give you a hell yeah. Hell yeah. There it is. A hell yeah. It took a little to get that out of you. You were doing all right? The confusion persists, apparently. How's everybody doing? <laughs> we're not doing the pause thing. We did that enough with, <laughs> with our previous guest. This is going to be a Man. normal episode. I demand a normal episode. Everybody needs well. to be up, and we need to deliver. All right. All right. You're right. I, I will not you know, tolerate to bullshit. Uh, to that end, I think you're really channeling the first topic of conversation that I had for us today. Okay. Which was, I th- I feel like it would be a great idea to start structuring TLE like a Zoom meeting. What is what is it called? Like the 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 outline of how the meeting is going to flow. An agenda. Uh. Yeah. An yep. agenda. An agenda. I have an agenda. I have notes. Is is your agenda global <laughs> homogeneity? It's got some of that in it. All right, all right. Yeah. Does, what's all right? Give us your. Let's hear your agenda. You want to hear the first item? Yeah, I, I got ten items. Hit so. Me. Well, let's get I, into you know. it. You want to start? Or do you want me to start? No, I want to hear this. Let's get. Okay. Let's, let's let's do your agenda. I'll kick it off. All right. China's population shrunk for the first time in over sixty <laughs> years during the Great Famine. Great Asian shrink. Yeah. Mm. Uh. That's probably going to be bad. Is that because of rampant illness or? Uh, I don't know. I guess. I mean, I'm not really sure. They've Nobody's got so much fucking over going. there. I think that there's some element of that. I'm sure there's some element of disease. I'm sure there's some element of famine. I'm sure there's some element of that whole one child policy that was going on. <laughs> you know, they don't still have that, do they? No, but I think they got rid of it like fairly recently, like the 90s. Yeah, it's 90s. it's still pretty ingrained. Yeah, so it's Is culturally it still around. Sure. If you look at China, is it better or worse for a society to just kind of have an elite class of guys who aren't fucking enough? Hmm. Is That's it an elite class or is it the the underclass? It's well, there's only a certain number of women. Hmm. So one way so there's gonna be a bunch of elites who are just they married the only one they could. Just oh, I thought you were gonna say not just happy. No, it would be the opposite. Nobody would be swimming in pussy. Mm. I think it's way worse. I, I mean, I yeah, I, you could certainly make that argument. No, I think, like you said, it's a bunch of factors. Yeah, there's a lot of ins, a lot of outs. The the thing is that they Not just like China. make so much stuff, right? I mean. It, if they who's stop making, making it though? Is it the, I don't know. Is it the it's I not don't know. it's definitely not the guys without wives. I who knows? I don't know what's going on over there. I, I don't no either, grasp. dude. I have I, no grasp. I, they I think one thing okay, here's the deal. I think I'm remembering this story that I saw throughout the week, this story that you're talking about. I mm-hmm. think it was because they overestimated. What they overestimated. I think it was because the they overestimated a projection. Yeah. Uh 
So did it not and actually then, shrink? Whenever, I, what I'm saying is they lie about every number. That's fair. Fair. Every number they lie because they're, I, they're, uh, there's, they, they're more socially advanced than us in China. They just go, we can lie about this, and it doesn't matter for them. That's a fair point. It doesn't matter what other people think because there's a fair billion point. of us. We have our own economy. We're our own right. universe. That I mean, I guess chalk it up again to nobody knows what the hell's going on over there. They're apparently reopening. It's pretty fucking crazy that they haven't reopened yet. I mean, what? What? I just don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Again, I'm. We're just we're we're groping around in the dark here. It's a mythical place. It is. It truly is. I don't even know if you seriously. I swear, if you really asked me, is China even a real place or is it just a media creation? I I don't know anyone who's been to China. 50-50. 50-50. I, I, yeah. It's a toss. Exactly. It is a fucking moon landing. Yeah. I can tell you, you know, from, it could uh, really go either way. I could tell you from talking to people at work that a lot of companies in the United States have absolutely no way to project either their revenue or their expenses because they don't know if China's opening or not. Yeah. Like, it's, it's insane. Like I, I, never, don't, I yeah. never understood how intermingled we really are until I heard multiple companies say that. Like we, I'm trying, I'm trying to do this budget I for this it. year, and it all depends on like what China does. <laughs> I could be way off and get fired, or I could be dead on and get promoted. It's crazy to me, and I know that this is the case. If in fact China is real, but it's crazy to me that this entire. Yeah political apparatus that has morphed into a part of the culture, I guess it does everywhere, is just can just kind of throw in the towel and say, yeah, uh, we're just not doing it this year. Yeah, we're mm. sitting it out. <laughs> you know? I mean, they, yeah. yeah, we're, nah. Like, that's crazy. That's why I think it's not real. It certainly lends credence to that theory. They gotta be doing something. You would think. How are they eating? And yet... Yeah, that's true. And then they just docked off a couple hundred million of them mm-hmm. from the from the projections. Like, how many of them are there? There could be forty three million Chinese people, dude. Or there could be forty three, <laughs> and we just really <laughs> don't know. <laughs> I don't. There could be forty three million Chinese people total. Okay, they and say, I have no way of telling. They say Google says one point four one two billion. As of 2021. 1.4? Yes. Holy moly. Can you arrive at China's population a priori? (laughs) Well, this is why, again, it's not real. It's it's the crazy... There's those... uh, How are they tying all of those people together? Well, it it goes right back to what you said. Their culture is a lot... uh, Advanced, and we don't mean like better advanced. It's just advanced. Yes, I do. In- I'm a Chinese oh. supremacist, a la like well, Madame Blavatsky. We we do mean better, but we also mean like advanced as far as like stages of a civilization. I'm like, go- yeah, are, that's what I'm talking about. I'm they are I'm the gonna total. Go out state. on a limb here, and this is going to earn us a lot of money, fellas. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say that civilization. Is is more advanced than any other civilization in the entire world. You mean in as terms far as, of yeah, in terms of 
the social consciousness. Yes. Yep. That's exactly what I mean. It's it's like a powerhouse, dude. It's almost it would almost be inspiring they're, they're if there weren't actually only our... sixty two million Chinese people really, <laughs> and the entire country is really only the size of New Jersey. And that's what I am hoping is the truth. Does that make sense? Is that a fair? When, is anybody else hoping that? When Stephen K. Bannon says China is the is the ideal for our elites, that's exactly what he's talking about. Their social consciousness and how it direct yeah. it's it's like holding up a mirror to like the the total state that they live in. This is why we got to get MAGA going. We need mm-hmm. this kind of social consciousness. Yeah, we need we really MAGA need. China. MAGA Ma- China. MACA. Well, here's 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 something that I wanted to point out. India is crossing over China in terms of population. <clears throat> if what? Google is to be yes. Isn't that crazy to think about? India, as real as China in my mind, is crossing over. India is far realer to me than China. And that's kind of shocking because it's kind of now I've had to balance it out again. Right. India's closer, it's culturally more similar, it's not a closed society. I know plenty yep. of Indian people. Yeah. I, I, I like they're way closer in ties. You telling me there's even more Indians than there are Chinese people? Well, it's about the same right now, but India's tra- wow. uh, trajectory is up and China's is not. So We got to get on one of these trains, dude. I'm team yeah. India. Okay. I like it. I'm team India. I like it. I I would I would I would be on team India over China. We're going to move to Kuala Lumpur or some. Why? Where do you want to move to? I want to move to Beijing. Ugh. Great. Enjoy the food. More like Beijing. Yeah, exactly. Car. Right. (laughs) I think that's very astute. I think that's very astute. Thank you. I, I we clash of civilizations. We're not ready for it. If we don't get the here's my final words of warning. This is my bird watching. Here's my final words of warning. If we can't have, if the MAGA movement doesn't create a new American spirit, we're doomed. We're doomed. And not we as in the podcast. No, we'll be great. We as in the current state of the country because the podcast will do, really, we're acting outside of our own self interest by giving this advice. Because if America really is back, baby, we're fucked. Yeah. We're completely fucked. There'll be nothing to make fun of because we'll just be so prosperous. We've been losing a lot of, like, uh, let's call them legacy organizations. If you've noticed this, American legacy orgs. They're all leaving. They're going other places. One of them, Aaron, I know this will be particularly in your interest. We've lost to the Saudis the WWE. Yes, yeah. I saw that. Yep, that's been that's been a long time coming. A long time coming. Apparently, it's been told to me by many wrestling fans mm-hmm. that this has been years in the making. And I guess so. Why do you know why Vince McMahon kind of jumped ship? Um, there's been a lot of speculation about because that. he was fucking people. Yeah, there's that. A and lot then, of people. Yeah. Like. Yeah. In business oh, dealings or no. sexual? Well, no, sexual. Always fucking. in business dealings, but with with his sexual penis. Sexual sex. Fucking with his sex? penis. Yeah, dude. Ooh, you don't know about that? Yeah, so Vince McMahon has been fucking the talent for years. I did not know and that. And I mean decades. 
So finally, everything has kind of come out that he's fucked too much. Uh, Reverse of the problem we were talking about before, Vince McMahon is a guy who fucks a heck of a lot. And, you know, that stuff catches up to you. Yeah, it sure does. And that's probably why China wasn't interested. Maybe that's why Saudi Arabia was. Let me check the Saudi Arabian population trajectory. (laughs) See if we can track. If Vince McMahon McMahon has anything to say about it, it's going up way up. It's going way up. Yeah, oh, yeah, so he's a hound up. dog. He's a total hound dog. So the this this the private Saudi group, uh, oh God, what what's the name of it? I don't know. It's some Saudi group. Oh, group WWE purchase. The the Saudi group, the Saudi General Entertainment Authority. It's running through twenty twenty seven. WWE will be owned by this company through partnership until 2027 as they work for a larger media agreement in the Middle East and North Africa region. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they they paid an, an ass load of cash and Vince McMahon took this opportunity to say, I'm out. The McMahons will no longer control this organization. I'm cashing in. So that's another American legacy corp just gone. The McMahons will, uh, I mean, I, I guess at the ground level, the McMahons will always be a, a, the main, the primary factor as far as creative, final say on creative and talent acquisition. Yeah, but th- we, but they don't, that's not where the money goes now. No, but it's it's kind of what generates the money. But it's where we the talent fucked. goes. Straight we to got Vince fucked, McMahon. fellas. And if it wasn't any worse for a few years now, if it wasn't any worse losing that legacy corporation, I said there were more legacy corporations that we've lost. Go on. M and M's. What? So first they make them not. Okay. So these guys definitely had to go to China, right? After they made them not sexy. No, that this is the other thing that I'm trying to establish. Besides international war, the United States' legacy corporations are also under threat via the woke cloud. Wow. So there's a, it's a, have you heard of the concept of the death spiral? No. Okay, so in, in this case, an organization, if it doesn't get bought out by China, this is Robert Conquest's fifth law. If an organization doesn't get bought out by China, unless explicitly an American company at all times, it will eventually kill itself by becoming woke. Okay. This is the, that's the new political theory that I'm establishing right there. The fifth okay. conquest's fifth law. And that and the what I mean is M&M's you know, they blew up. We had some if I may say, sexy, sexy characters. Back in the 90s, we had a lot. We went through this whole thing on Patreon a while ago. We figured out what race they were, what sex they were, in some cases, what genders they were. And they were very hot. It was a hot aspect of the 90s was how sexy the M&Ms were. It was a golden era for bagged candy. All sorts of figure characters. The Noid, come on, that's a classic. 
The problem is today, instead of companies being cool and sexy, they want to be inclusive, which is the opposite of sexy. Mm. The sexiest stuff is stuff where almost no one is involved. That's why marriage is the sexiest thing. There's only two people involved. So that's my theory on that. They released, this is the M&M's Corp, an all-female M&M's package that features a new purple character, Linda, designed to promote inclusivity. <laughs> the all-female M&M's look markedly different than their traditional packages. So the interesting thing, I don't know if you saw this, the green M&M got her boots back. M&M's, M&M's. Linda? From what I understand, Linda is the purple one, described as quirky, confident, and authentic. She has a peanut inside of her. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. There's not much more to say. <laughs> okay. Well, there, there you have it. Uh, the, the, we'll leave that at the ta- on the table for the board to review and and see if there's any updates on that. I do want to say, I do want to say in this it, it, while we're while we're on the topic of <clears throat> uh, fading legacy organizations, I was reading through predictions. You know, it's the new year. Uh-huh. Um, I don't really do resolutions, but a lot of times I like to review old predictions. Uh, sometimes they're goofy. Sometimes they're weirdly accurate. You know. Um, and I'll let you be the judge here, but this is the 2023 predictions from 1923. So this is 100 years ago. Uh, some people right. were making stabs at what things might look like 100 years okay. from then, which is now the present. So uh, in reading a forecast of 2023, when many varieties of aircraft are flying through the heavens, we do not begin the day by reading the world's news, but by listening to it for the newspaper has gone out of business more than a half century before. Fellas, we are so back. We are so back. We are existence has been confirmed by a citizen of the United States in 1923. We are here as foretold by the elders. And as newspapers fade into oblivion and the news is now brought to you here audibly every Wednesday live, you're experiencing the future. We're bringing the board into the future. How do we feel about all of this, fellas? You've moved me to, in a way. I feel mm-hmm. moved. I'm just the vessel. This is, you know, this is this is the the ramblings of a. That's American spirit, right there. It sure is. It That's sure American is, spirit. And I, I hear that. I see the the Chinese love and commie doesn't say anything. Not yeah, I'm moved. just. I'm not impressed. He's wow. not moved. I'm very moved by that. Good. Hearing about all this American spirit makes me want to smoke a cigarette, though. And if that's not American, I don't know what is. That's true. He's back. I I don't know. It's germane to the conversation that I bring up yet another point of mine. Um, In that reference of yours, he was talking about things flying through the skies. Not last week. Nope. That is true. (laughs) Certainly not. (laughs) Yeah, what did we figure out what the hell happened there? Pete Buttigieg did a ball scan on the machine. And, and it, it shorted it out. He had a ball, a ball scan at eight thirty seven a.m. in Cleveland, Ohio, and it just shorted oh, out the entire scan. country. Oh, I have to do a little bit of a ball scan. Creep. It's like the new version of sitting on a fax machine. Or something. 
I'm sure yeah. whatever contractor fucked it up got his balls cupped. Yep. Yeah, or something. Yeah, our infrastructure grid is collapsing rapidly. More and more, and it seems to be happening from the air traffic control infrastructure. I'd, I'd um, like to get your opinion on on my take on this. It's, it's the perfect okay. storm of um, brain drain and aging systems. Hmm. Which I, I, that's, that's not very insightful, but... Well, that's generally what I feel. Hmm. I feel I feel like everybody's very tired. <laughs> people are just sleepy. Well, people are really very we need drain, about people. Years people of are rest. sleepy, and a, and, a, and a routine ball scan in a regional Ohio airport <laughs> jolted them awake, causing them to hit the wrong keys on the keyboard. Oh no! At the wrong my time. ball scan. You cancel every flight. <laughs> ah, balls. <laughs> when, when I say brain drain, I mean the the outflow of expertise and knowledge. Um, and, and competence <laughs> out of the penis <laughs> and into and onto a keyboard in Cleveland Pete region. Buttigieg, <laughs> Pete Buttigieg does a ball scan and then he goes to the machine to send it out to Chasen, his husband, and he accidentally hits email all. So he email has to all, shut reply down all, and it just <laughs> denial of service attack accidental on the entire FAA. Yep. <laughs> He, he emailed as, as they every, all have to individually everyone. download Pete's balls under their <laughs> including local in China. They probably yeah. got some emails. Oh, ball Maybe. scan! Balls, oh, ball scan! Oh, a new ball scan has arrived from the Americas. <laughs> new ball scan. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I I think I'm a little bit. I, I think I'm a little bit more optimistic than you, Aaron. I I really honestly think this is just. I don't think this is a. Um, uh, a problem of uh, let me think about how to phrase this. It, it, it's not a problem with the uh, with, with, with the horse in the race. It's a problem with the people like strapping the horse to the stall so it can't run the race. You know what I mean? Like it, there's just so much regulation. Like the airlines are a farce. I mean, it's a federal organization. It's almost a completely socialized system that, of course, is going to fail in like in in the most ridiculous ways. I mean, if they if and not to sound like a lulbert, you know, as, about it, but I do think if they if they were to just allow these airlines to privatize rather completely, it would be a much, much better system. And probably you wouldn't even see a hiccup. It's not that hard. You know, I mean, this stuff, I, I know it, it gets pretty complex, but like routing things, is just not that hard. I think, uh, I, I, I think that's been the case since at least the early two thousands though, where it's just yeah. layer after layer for sure. And yeah. then do you think like this, this was like just a straw breaking the camel's back moment? Yeah. I mean, it was a nut breaking the country's back. Yeah. <laughs> two balls. Two yeah. balls and a and a ground stop. <laughs> that's Pete's. That's Pete's new autobiography. <laughs> I don't understand what actually. This is my problem. I don't understand what actually happened. I don't either. I really don't either. We're kind of joking about it, but it seems as plausible as anything. I have no idea what happened. It's something to do with contractors performing routine maintenance on this single point of failure server that hasn't been updated since the eighties, and yeah. um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's what it was. Yeah, it was like they were, had, they were using problem. software from like 1983. Yeah. Somebody that, only uh, realized when it broke, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It wasn't programmed to understand sh- shaved balls, which are it came into vogue after 1983. Common that's mistake. very true. So they that's have to download true. it, patch. 
I'm gonna send this into the Zencaster chat. I need you guys to look at this. In my notes, I just wrote Robert Downery. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, Robert Downey Jr. Jr. Robert Downey Jr. was spotted. Was that real? Looking like a balding redhead. Yeah, that was not real, right? Take a look at that photo because don't click the link because it's a New York Post link. You'll never get in, so I'll do it. <laughs> but he's starring on a new TV series called The Sympathizer, hmm. and so sounds, like, sounds thrilling. <laughs> yeah, and so they made they they made him look like an old Muslim guy, like you know some of Muslim, old Muslim guys paint their hair orange. He looks like that. <laughs> I did not he know that, but he looks like that in his little Gucci bag. It's very strange. Oh, good for him. We need to keep an eye on this guy because <laughs> yeah, maybe like two, we do need that. Two months to ago, track. he was banging a a nineteen-year-old. Maybe, okay. maybe we need to maybe be very nineteen careful. or maybe he was banging her. Maybe nineteen. Oh wow. Okay, so definitely we're not sure. Unverified age. We're not <clears> sure <throat> what they. Yeah, so we got to keep an eye on this guy because now he's practicing. If they can do that to this guy, why should I believe Hitler was killed in Berlin? Thanks. Great. Thank you. Yeah. I, I mean, that's what I fe- am trying to say is if why Osama bin Laden is not dead. If right. they can make Robert Downey Jr. look like that, we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> All yep. right. Great. That's some, uh, some, right, we're going to move on to something to think about there. <laughs> let's just let's just get right into it then, fellas. Let's talk about MLK's penis. Yep. Yeah, we've got to discuss this because this is maybe this is part of what caused the ground stop. What in the hell is going on here? There, I do feel as though the the stabilizers of society have been completely removed. What it it, it something like this happens every day, and this is insane. What that somebody was commissioned to do a God knows how many million dollar statue that looks like phantom. Floating hands holding a giant penis. What is going on? Well, That's MLK's dick, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm just imagining, like, they, they showed a render a rendering of the statue to the board in the exact right angle next to the exact right picture that shows the context. And the board said, shit, if I don't, if I don't vote for this, I'm racist. <laughs> Hmm. So that's that's basically how that happened. And funny enough, actually did all the stonework around that. Um, actually, can you bleep that out? I'm not a, I'm not a dog <laughs> that's, an insane, that's an insane thing to admit. Yeah, I'll yeah. bleep that out. I took a note. Yeah, just say a, a, a company that I, I know uh-huh. um, did, did, the, did the stonework, all the granite My around blank. it. And blank, who is <laughs> blank years old and resides at blank redacted, address. Redacted. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm I'm gonna share a specific image. During the unveiling, they had uh they had like it was a ticketed event, and none of the people from that company were invited. Oh, <laughs> well, really? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, they weren't invited because none of them were black, and after yeah. after the reception. Everybody in that company's like, thank God our name is not attached to that. Yeah. I want to just demonstrate that this is actually a cock. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Just click on that, what I sent. It's the right angle that you need to be looking at. It's a New York Post link. 
It's a, yes, but it's just a photo, so it shouldn't load any ads. Oh, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at those scissor lips. That's, that's a. So you're looking at the image I'm looking at right now. For listeners, it's the image of a guy reaching up to touch the bracelet. It's full on. I. Car, yeah. Aaron, I want to draw your attention to the upper right of the statue. What would what would ostensibly be the the penis head? <laughs> Do you see the three circular yeah. things underneath what appears to be a hood? Yeah, that's a penis head. That is an uncircumcised penis. That's an uncircum, and you can see it- between the hands to the top of the statue. Yeah. There's you know, te- there's blood vessels. shaft shaft ridges. Mm-hmm. This whole thing is uncomfortable to look at. It this looks is like a they're... huge cock. Yeah. Yeah. Just because some people are going, well, maybe that's, I don't know, an arm or something. No. This is, frankly, this angle that we're looking at is the angle that the statue was designed from. So this is what it was supposed to look like from the very front when they designed it. That's a pe- a giant penis. Two feet. It, lo- it looks like somebody trying to like wrangle in a gar. <laughs> yes. Or that's right, like God that's... dropped a croissant from heaven. It's, it also it kind of looks Drop. a little like that. Closing that look. That's that's enough. That's enough. It's That's enough st- penis banter for I, this I, episode. I've looked at that for three or four hours, but yeah, so just drooling in bewilderment. Well, we're going to talk more about penises, if you don't mind. Okay, all right. I never mind. This is an article that I found. This is very interesting, and we should plan a trip. Penis-shaped rock believed to improve performance in bed attracts visitors. Huh? Is this in Korea? No. Sukabumi Regency, West Java, there's a notorious penis rock out in the ocean in Kilatehu Palaburanatnu. Hmm. Dude, they go to the, it's a, it's a dick rock, and I'm going to send you another New York Post link that's another just link. a photo, okay, Car? That's, right. It's just a photo, and this is the dick rock, so let me know when you open that image. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that thing. This sucks. Wow. Just terrible. It's a little dickhead on the That's... edge of a, a rock facing the shoreline. And people go there. <laughs> so I don't know. That's it. Yeah. We got to go to the penis rock. <laughs> okay. Which one? <laughs> we got two now. <laughs> we one, have to go. One natural and one man made. <laughs> we, we have to visit some sort of penis rock. Maybe. At some point. Maybe we'll do that. Speaking of penises, how about that? Uh... Mousy looking lady cop that uh, <laughs> got the whole department in trouble. What's the story there? Oh, uh, she uh, she got a train run on her by the entire department, and uh, <laughs> oh. her husband is oh. going to make the marriage work somehow. Wow. Well, really? Yeah, there's something about that phys- physiognomy. Oh, yeah, she's the one that looks exactly like Caroline Ellison, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's, that's just a, it's, it's a type. Yeah, I, yeah. Thin-haired, sure mousy gonna... lady. Mm-hmm. That's... We got to... Looking like that statue. Yeah. <laughs> um, can we get into uh, Biden being probed over these classified documents, or, is, or do we oh, need yeah. to stick around with he's, the penis stuff? He's done. He's done. Yeah, is, is he done? I think so. He, yeah, 
wrapping up. Really? Yeah, I, I, he's gonna step down. Really? I, it's so, it's man. If he doesn't, so how bad is it? Like I don't know. I just saw it, and it's I don't bad know enough bad. where you should be thinking about making way for Michelle. It's not bad. It's not Michelle. Kamala. Kamala. Maybe for what a second, and then Michelle Kam- will come in. You, you, you. Okay, we're gonna get into that because that that excites me. Even the topic that excites me. It seems like here's the deal. They've been they have been trying to get him to step down. Who is they? The Democratic Party. Okay. Now, I'm. It's what's so weird is that they don't like go. All right, we're gonna go telegraph this now. I don't think they do that. I just think they t- it's either telegraphed because it has to be or it's not. There's no, like, I don't think they plan to telegraph stuff. But, man, okay. where this is going right now is it seems like the Democrat establishment thinks that this is all bogus. Mm-hmm. But he, he appointed a special counsel to look into this. Joe Biden. And that's, yes. And okay. the special counsel... I forget if it's the guy. Him. Yeah, I forget if it's the guy who's running the investigation or some select member of that council, like the, the highest member of the council. The guy's a Republican. So he appointed a guy on the other team to do an impartial investigation. And just like with what Mueller did, this guy is going to probably amble around for a little while. Until about maybe the time when it's time to start running for the presidency. Got about a year. He's going to come up with something mundane. This is just a prediction. Going to come up with something mundane. And Biden will step down as a matter of courtesy. You know, to uphold the office. I, I did my, I'm sorry that this happened. I don't know. Something like that. And then he'll step down. And then Kamala will oversee until election time. But the point will be to take Biden out of the race for next year or, you know, two years from now. To remove it, all it, question, like to It's to, not to, about to... putting Kamala in now, so I kind of see what Aaron is trying to say there. It's oh. not about put, putting Kamala see, in now. It's trying to get Biden out and irrelevant by running time for the next so election. So this is, not so only... in other words, what you're saying is this is not to get rid of Biden. This is to clear the way for the 24 cycle. That, what I'm saying is that is how an indictment and impeachment will function. Yes. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So it's Kamala will really be a, a placeholder because she's not very well liked, but it will set the, it'll set the tone and set the expectation that a woman of color will be in the Oval Office. And then they'll uh, have the he, narrative of, well, she can't, I mean, I know this is not politically crafted, but like she can't, she, it, in, 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 uh, comparison to Biden, who has just disgraced himself in some sense, she can't be all that bad. Is that kind of like the mm. political narrative? No, I think she'll be guilty by association. I mean, okay. as far as okay, I, so I, I, are I, you yeah, saying? I don't goes. think they have any affection so you, for her. No, I don't think. Oh, so. Oh, okay. So who do you think it's going to be? Michelle. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> no, he's crazy. For, I mean, it's crazy enough to be true. I, I don't. I don't. 
No, I, I still think like Gavin do, Newsom or somebody like how, that. How um how do we feel about like what does this do in terms of Trump? Because he's still under investigation for his, right? Yeah, uh, I think he's yes. done. Does that well, I mean in, the Mueller, yeah, does that in, the Mueller but, I mean he could still be charged, right? Are you well, talking the about is, the, not, the same the document? You're talking about the same document related type of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, he's I think uh, okay. Whenever I say I think I just mean if this happens it's going to go that way. If mm-hmm. They continued this 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 uh, indictment of Trump. Um, even if they find him guilty, as far as I understand, it doesn't preclude him from running for president. Uh, okay. If they if he serves jail time, possibly. But you know, if he can delay jail time until he gets elected president, I don't really know how that works. So hmm. I I don't really think this is has anything to do, as far as if you're judging what 2024 is going to look like. I don't think that has anything to do with whether or not Trump is going to be in or out. I, I think he's in. I think, okay. I just right. think that they know Biden. I just think that they know that Biden has left a bad taste in a lot of Americans mouths and they're going to try to just run somebody else. And again, that's only if the special investigator actually finds Biden, well, indicts him and then Biden will step down probably even before the impeachment process. Cause the house impeaches and the Senate mm-hmm. indict. I mean, or the Senate k- kicks you out. So okay. in the House, it's enough Republicans to impeach him. So he might do the impeachment step-down move okay. in that situation if he's compliant. But, the, right. the, I mean, also very possible that the investigator, special investigator, doesn't find anything wrong at all hmm. and then keeps Biden in. And then that's not a, then he can't step down in a dignified way. Um, and they'll say Republicans are all responsible for this stuff anyway. So I, I don't know where that leaves us other than this investigation is definitely a real thing because he keeps stacking the deck against himself. In, the appointment of the special investigator, he didn't have to do but he did. And it's a particular guy with a particular bend. I I think they're they're teeing him up to get fucking punted. I'm tired uh, of not getting predictions right. That's the only problem. I think uh, Tucker was Tucker had something when he said, you know, this is the first sustained period uh, for any topic where they're letting him go up to the podium and just speak with no prompting or anything. Yeah. Well, it definitely feels like they're done with him. Yeah. Yep. I get that. Letting him just hang himself. That kind of, that kind of, I don't know, opened my mind up to the possibility that they're, uh, they're done with him. And you want Michelle? Or you just know? I just know it's gonna it, it's, it's gonna be her. That'll okay. be my uh, twenty twenty four prediction. God, that'd be okay, so lame. I'll vote for her. Yep, <sighs> that's that's the next uh, great American dynasty. Yeah, this Obama. you can guarantee this show will be all Obama all the time. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be super pro Obama. Yep, Half even if you. it's Michelle. Hope and change. What else we got? Uh, well, we have TLE Nation, if you were teed up for that. That's available <laughs> whenever you're ready. Oh, I have um, absolutely nothing. You have nothing for your nothing. silver lining segment? Wow. Uh, I got home 15 minutes. There's ago. no silver lines for you? Ugly girls still get it in 2023? Um, That's kind of a silver lining. Actually, I do have something I, I could talk about. It's just going to become, my segment's just going to become me talking about work. <laughs> oh no! Well, I, no, yeah, with a silver line. 
All right. Well, no, okay. yeah. How about now? Car still so what. lonely segment? Car still. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still so lonely. <laughs> okay. Uh, but the glowy but report was that, suggested we, to we, us. We, we, before we get into that, lads, we have a second emu war on our hands. But what? it's not with Shit. emus, and it isn't in a continent that is trying to kill you. Oh, wait. Yes, it is. It's in Africa. Huh. A drive by the Kenyan government to kill up to six million. You heard that right. Six million red-billed oh, no. quilea birds that have invaded farms will have unintended consequences for raptors and other wild species, experts have warned. Oh, no. And whenever I hear of an African government killing six million of something, my mind does not immediately drift towards birds. But here we are. So I feel like uh, as my uh-huh. duty to the board to keep us abreast of all migratory bird uh, activity, Holy I wanted shit. to bring that You're to the right. table. Yep, yep. So <coughs> I got to uh, write that down. Migratory mm-hmm. bird. Bird tracking podcast. That's terrible. Yeah. So they've killed and they've also killed from what I've understood, six or seven billion chickens. Dude, they're, they're killing birds everywhere. It's crazy, man. It's a bloodbath. There's no, this is gonna be also, no birds left. I'm, I'm also starting to notice a trend. And I think that this is part of the broader place. We're all at as a species here uh, with mm, things kind of breaking down is yeah. I've noticed people like don't just make a there, there's no like t- timid guess and check method like it's not like they went out and they were like all right maybe we'll kill like you know 10 or 15 birds and we'll just <laughs> see how that does you know just it's just like now nah, well, let's just go kill six million because you know yeah, this is going to have million. unintended consequences it's between like between yeah. this killing like billions of chickens just going ape shit everywhere it nobody is it nobody is 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 uh, in the laboratory testing results anymore. It's just, okay, if if we think this is good, then do all of it. Uh, and then we'll just kind of see what happens on the back end. And it, it's getting crazy. And birds are taking the brunt of it now, but man, perhaps that changes. So how do you kill one of these birds? I don't know how they're killing them. I mean, I've had some people in my DMs. I think you've had some people in your DMs talking about how they typically kill birds. I mean, I think it's basically like well, I meant the big walking out. around murderous ones in Africa. Yeah, these aren't really emus or even close. I just wanted a good intro. How do you fucking yeah. kill an emu? Just walk up uh, to it and blast it? Well, don't ask the Australians because they lost that one. They did. That's true. Yeah. I, I don't. I, probably something I'd like to meet least is a, is a circular object with sh- sharp parts that come out of it. Right. And that can reach speeds of. 35 40 miles an hour is that what an emu can reach i don't know i just guessed but it's it's a lot it sounds right it actually sounds a little slower than what i was picturing Uh, yeah yeah sounds so Uh, right yeah man 35 miles an hour charging directly at you with wings no no arms yeah very little long toes yeah and a and a draconic a draconic sensibility destroy bite pluck Rude, very bad, and it's hard to shoot because it's you're shooting a like a basically a circle because the the limbs are so is a good word spindly. Yeah, you don't know what to shoot. You know, there's feathers everywhere. You, you could be just shoot. shooting feathers. You don't really know what to do. The brainstem is so the, small. Right, and you can see why the Australians lost that one. I mean, it's uh, you know, I, I'm I'm hard to kill, ragging on them, but yeah, hard to kill. Hard to kill. <clears throat> Or to kill. All so, right. Well, I think we're doing good here. Have you got a Wilder West segment car? I can riff. Okay. Let's give you some time to do that. 
Um, let's we got to get into TLE Nation. TLE Nation, a product. I, can we say for the people? For yes. the Chinese people. Mm-hmm. For the Chinese people in this great country. Um, yeah, let's do a little bit of TLE Nation. Okay, so just just feel free to mute since I think it's going to double. Let me tell you about the internet. Hot shit. Hot shit. Sometimes you might fit right in the... Brand new banger. Banger. Say you're choppable. Here it comes. Sit down. Go, go. Right. Back in studio. Yeah. Welcome in. Thanks. Aaron, Thank you your suit looks great today. Thank you. Thank I just you. picked I just it up from the dry cleaners. Wow. So, yeah, we're here. We are here in TLE Nation. Um, at probably everyone's most beloved. People love this. The news. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, we're we are raging across the nation in all fifty states. Viewers in ev- viewer in every state, at least I would say one. Um, and we're just getting the job done, and we're happy to be doing it here on TLE Nation. Car Campit, you as El Bandito, the timeline take master. Uh, we've got a lot of Bandito information. I actually wanted to, for your pleasure, bring up a potential bandito of a kind so i'd oh. like to maybe we can riff on somebody together would you like to That'd try that yes please okay so let's 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 do it sit down let me tell you about the internet Stupid ass fucking George Santos. Oh yes. <laughs> I want to talk about George Santos, who is, and, and uh, there's a greater point that I want to make about this, a triumphant thing really for this show and, and, and beyond George Santos. George Santos is a, a liar, basically a serial liar. <laughs> He's fucking uh, great who was elected as the representative of Nassau County after investigation into his resume, which is publicly available at this point, he has been dismissed by Republicans. The Democrats have called for his resignation. Actually, the Republicans have called for his resignation and he's lied about everything, practically everything. (laughs) And even to the point where I thought this was brilliant See, this is where the kind of like when we shit talk about watching certain types of media actually pays off. There was an interview of George Santos on War Room conducted by Matt Gates, representative of Florida, the guy who was holding up Kevin McCarthy's inauguration, a guy who's appeared many times in the past, Trump affiliate. He did it uh, the the snowballiest, softest interview that I've ever seen in my life. He asks him 
such simple questions. What inspires you? People are saying that you lied about uh, uh, where your donations were going. What do you have to say to them? And he basically goes, well, I'll tell you where they didn't go. Ukraine. And that, and that, and that was Powerful. it. And he, so this guy has, at this point, it's an astounding thing, right? He's, he's lied. Everybody knows he's lied. And you can probably predict where I'm going with this. He knows everybody knows he lied. <laughs> and he, but, but what's amazing is lying has never been illegal. Yeah. Especially not in this process. And this isn't the first guy who's lied, but this guy, it's like those cases where there's like maybe there's a student you can imagine who just copies an entire essay and republishes it in their own work. And the teacher who discovers it's got to, hands have to be a little tied, right? You're, because you're like, I've never actually kicked a kid out for this, but this is such an egregious case. You got. You must have thought everybody was stupid. I have to kick you out. It's the one time where politics has got to admit we got to get rid of this guy. And they, the thing is, power to the people in this country. Nobody can get him out but the people who got him in. And that's it. He can't be taken out any other way, and he knows that. Now, he, if there's any criminal charges or anything like that, as far as I understand it, he still has to leave office before they can officially charge him with that stuff. Or... At the very least, then he'd have to step down. But it shows that the people who voted for him are certainly on his side, and they'll just elect another guy like this. So, if you were curious, here's all of his lies. There's Wait, can a lot. We, can we back it up just a little bit? Because when yeah. you DM'd me about this, you said, do not look into it. And <clears throat> I followed your orders. I couldn't help but see a little bit on the timeline, so I know vaguely what's going on. But the grand summary here is this guy ran for a seat uh, it ran for house representative house representative uh, seat yep Nassau for, in new york is that new york yeah long guy and basically just lied about everything and then got elected everything lied That's about amazing. almost his entire resume dude like where he went to college like where oh like... Y- younger wow it's so actually the first major lie is high school he told a dramatic story one time. He was at an event. He told a dramatic story about Horace Mann Prep in the Bronx, a prestigious private school, how they refused to help his financially struggling family. That was a lie. Nobody of his name or any of the aliases that he could possibly be going under have ever attended Horace Mann. So we learned a few things in that. First of all, that he lied about what high school he went to, a prestigious private high school. And that he graduated four months early. That wasn't true. And that his name probably isn't George Santos. Because they supplied other aliases that he could have gone under when he was attending Horace Mann. And none of them came up as him. So unless he's just like lying about his name but every other credential is true, which I don't think is the case, that's already collapsed. Now you said college. Let's talk about what, he, what happened in college. When he submitted his resume to the Nassau County GOP, this is kind of an expose of them too, by the way. He said that he graduated with a 3.89 GPA from Baruch College in 2010 with a bachelor's degree in economics and finance, that he graduated summa cum laude and ranked in the top 1% of his class. 
he never attended Baruch. He even went so far as to say that he was a star on the Baruch volleyball team and that they had won the league championship. Ooh, Neither things were true. Wow. Neither things were true. Neither was that he a star, nor was it true that they won a league championship. So he didn't even research that part. Well, wait a second. He said he played volleyball? Volleyball. There is no men's volleyball. <laughs> star of Baruch volleyball team. <laughs> There's That's no varsity men's volleyball team in college because <laughs> well, of Title IX. <laughs> that's that's pretty funny. That's yeah. pretty funny. I didn't even I mean, think I guess about he could that. Have been do- doing club. Good, good catch. Good that's catch. Good. That's really good. He just made. He just, he just said he was the star of a sport that doesn't exist in college. Yeah, that's pretty good. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> so what you do in college? Uh, I did the the bake team at Rutgers. There's some like some some <laughs> not real. So, yeah, you star. could maybe try something more vague. He right. specifically said uh, maybe volleyball is the only thing he's good at. Just in case anybody like tries to connect, you know, right? Throws like, a volleyball at him and see if he yeah, can just like pat, yeah. You know, can he actually play? Something. And he's fucking yeah. nice at it, by yeah. the way. He's pretty nice. <laughs> so furthermore, graduate school. He lied about graduate school. He said he got a seven ten on his GMAT exam, international business exam. He never went to NYU though, and they can't find anybody with his name anywhere in NYU records or on the GMAT. He also lied about his religion. And he said he was the grandson of Holocaust refugees. Oh, boy. Last month, the Jewish Insider, which is a great name for a newspaper, everybody. The Jewish Insider. <laughs> little redundant, that kind of insider. Huh? The Jewish. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> he said that he was raised Catholic, born into a Jewish family. It's not true. Anyway, he said he was Jew-ish. So, he's Jewish. Now he says he's clearly Catholic. Clearly Catholic. It was a Holocaust museum, actually, I think, that caught him on this. The whole Jewish background thing. He's been really... He got working citations, dude. He, He really... They put it all together. He also lied about his work history. He said that he, 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 oh no, he, he said that he, okay, I got an advertisement. He said that he worked for Wall Street groups in Citibank, Citigroup, the larger Citigroup, and Goldman Sachs, according <laughs> to the two-page resume he submitted to the Nassau County GOP, that he was an asset manager at Citigroup, and at Goldman Sachs he was a project manager. He, he, he lied about the revenue, lied about where he worked. On his resume, he also described several of his skills, public speaking and currency and coin counting. <laughs> uh, that was probably to support his prior lies. <laughs> Jesus. He got interviewed by Lara Trump in 2021. He said he was a business guy and that he did private equity for 11 years. He had a privilege of doing business with the Trump organization. And then he's gone up the chains of Wall Street, developed many companies, and opened his own business. He's also lied, of course, about his wealth. His campaign reported uh, loan he he reported loaning his campaign seven hundred thousand dollars 
despite only having earned fifty five thousand earned in, in earned income previous year. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> the guy makes what I make, basically. Wow. I'm wow. no, he's making meager amounts. Just getting, but he said, just getting by in New York, basically. But he he said that he put almost, I mean, seven hundred thousand dollars into it. Uh, the the Devalder organization, which was uh, investigating, actually, they were one of the groups that filed a legal complaint with the Federal Election Commission. They said that Santos's claims of earning millions was a lie, <laughs> uncorroborated. Non-credible and vague. <laughs> I have to get those all in there. Oddly, though, it says he received payments, that is Santos, from the financial services company, uh, which has been called by the SEC a classic Ponzi scheme. So he set up basically set up a Ponzi scheme in order to fund. Well, that's what the SEC says, at least. He did not. Uh, divulge any income from his Florida-based Harbor City Capital. That's the mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. So that's an interesting thing. He also, his lawyer declined to tell anybody about the amount that he was paid. So that's a good lawyer. Um, they're in on something. Some of the other things. He claimed that he lost four employees at the Pulse nightclub shooting. However, he changed his story. He changed his story just last month. He said that the four of them were actually in the process of being hired. So they they did lose four people that were going to be working for a company that he was starting up in Orlando. Which isn't true either. There's none of it was true. The whole thing. So so this is brilliant. Uh, Some other unanswered questions before before you give out your questions, Carr. They don't know where he lives in Long Island. <laughs> they do not know his marital status. There was a probe into the Brazilian government that he was charged 15 years ago with fraud in the city of Rio de Janeiro when he was 19. Rio state prosecutors allege he spent just under $700 at a small clothing store using a stolen checkbook and a false name. So that's all the things that we know about him so far, allegedly. Great stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, that's hilarious. So, I mean, like, what, what, uh, what, like, where does this stand? I mean, is he just openly out there being like, yeah, I lied about all of it. What are you going to do? No, he's sticking with his story. Oh, he's sticking to his guns. That's incredible. He, doubling he's down. sticking to his story. Wow. And that's he what said, you're supposed to do. To his credit, the, that's what you're supposed to do. The weird thing that he's done, which I think is really interesting, is he's basically gone, yeah, I embellished on my resume. We all do <laughs> <Okay>. that. <laughs> and, uh, and No, the, you know what? I was going to say, that's a MAGA, perfect resume. And you know Republican what? At the end of the day, MAGA where people. is he? He's a, Yeah, Wh- he's where, where he? he wants to be. Yeah, he's in the <laughs> house. And they can't take him out. Uh, the weird... Or interesting thing, I guess, is uh, there's some Republicans who are kind of like, yeah, we've, yeah, we get it. You lie, you know, you lied on your resume. Who hasn't, right? And then you got to look at them and you'll be like, okay, well, where's yours? Just show us, yeah. then. Yeah, I'm just yeah, curious. Well, yeah, what at do you this lie point. about? <laughs> right? 
Just show us. Now I want to oh. know for TLE's sake. I just want to know what did you lie about? Because we do know all of them lie, and they of course it's refreshing that they all admit that they lie, and everybody lies on their resume. Everybody, sure. Nobody tells the truth on a resume. You're ridiculous if you do only if you do that. So the, the whole the, this is what's so brilliant about it. There is a small contingency of people who really appreciate what he's done. Yeah, that he's whole on the lied. microphone right now. Myself yes. included. Yeah. Yes. But this it's a amazing. large, it's enough of a number. So we go, okay, 5% of a population is just about enough for any movement to take off for the rest of the population. It's not unreasonable. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's what we, it's how the country was formed. It's like 1% mm-hmm. of the population organized all that shit. So we have 5% of the population, right? who really appreciate this stuff, then we have a major movement. They were talking about the death of truth a few years ago, right? The death of truth. Uh, Donald Trump oversaw the death of truth. You could just lie about everything and it's fine. Well, out of that, this George Santos guy, and the greatest part about it is when they're asking him questions, you could just see he's smiling. Oh, yeah, he's just lying through his teeth. Well, and he's in on the bit. Yeah. And so is everybody else. Right. Everybody they don't want to be in on the bit, lied. but they have to be in on the bit. He's in on well, the, the bit because he wants to be on the bit. Yeah. Y- yes, but what I'm noticing... Yeah, all right, so that diagram... Keep that diagram in your head, except what I'm noticing is... And we've been on this train for a while, and so have a lot of people. But a large number of people are getting on board that train. They're, they're switching from, I don't want to be in on this lie, but I have to. Where you're trapped because this guy's making a mockery of the system, but if you admit it, then you admit you're a mockery. Mm-hmm. And they've gone yep. deeper from that status to, no, man, this is, this, this is how you take advantage of the system. I love this. Golly. It's the rise of the fabulists, the men who make the fables. It's the rise of guys who go around politically or in any industry i mean this is what we do in ours and they just lie for an hour and and almost four minutes now if you look at that timer (laughs) and they lie for an hour and four minutes on wednesday which they record live and people love it and they know they're being lied to and they're in on it and everybody's having a great time the final stage of this rise of the fabulists is we get everybody to the point where everything they know they're being lied to about every single thing. Because there's some level where you go, okay, but I trust this thing and then I trust this underneath it. So we got the top level was Fauci. That's gone. Maybe a level under this, MLK's dick. That's not real. Then China under that, right? And so we're going to make everything not real. And then we're just going to tell lies for an hour. And I think it's this new kind of entertainment slash accelerationist politics. The more George Santos is, how can can that not be better? I love it. I love it. We need to figure out how to make this happen more. Well, it looks like it's on its way. I mean, this is a blueprint, right? Yeah, that you can just write. I mean... What do you take out of this car if you're running for office? What do you now know about the same people who voted for 
for for this guy in other counties. Well, I think it's I think it's a lot this similar to the the Trump phenomenon. I mean, obviously it's a little bit more exaggerated, but it's uh it's I I think that there are and it sounds cliche and I know it's been done to death, but there's just a lot of people, especially probably in our rough age group that are so exhausted with the system and realize that it's such bullshit that mm-hmm. to see someone openly call it out as bullshit, but do it as a bit, which is like familiar to us. Like, I feel like we love, you know, just, I, I there's something about our age group that just you commit to the bit and it's funny. Like it's fun. Um, and seeing someone use that format, to show the cracks in the system or the, the underlying rot in the system. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's refreshing. And I, I think again, going back to the blueprint, uh, uh, allegory, I I think that's what this is. I mean, you're probably going to see more of it. Um, yeah, we need a lot more. Yeah. It's incredible. I love it. I mean, I just, it's it's a it's a mockery and and these things should be mocked so that's that's good i think it's good i think from a strategic perspective this is great because it's going to cause more resources and time in campaigns to be diverted to opposition research yes where i think the i i personally think the the vast majority of of candidates do embellish their their credentials, but not <laughs> you, to this point. A, no, this is not embellishment. You got to see some right. of the stuff, and then yeah, and then I the mean, opposition no, research itself becomes a mockery because he knows it's a mockery. It's not. Yeah, it's like it's, when you want to do opposition research, you want to catch someone smoking a cigar in a basement plotting, and that's not what this is. This dude looks like he's wearing a cardigan and smiling at the camera as he's just fucking around doing a bit. And so that's not fun to catch. The lessons learned from whoever his opponent was for the DNC in general is, oh, shit. Like, we could have had this guy dead to rights like the, a week into the election cycle if we had just spent a little more time and effort on opposition research. I, I still think people are abandoning this. Well, we'll just uh, call him a pedophile. That still seems to work. That they too, haven't yeah. hit him with this yet. It's, a, it's great. I, I love it. I like where we're at because the weir- the thing that it reveals is the the voter uh, on 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 the right side, and of course I like the right side for a whole host of reasons, including the fact that there's a left side. So that's why I like the right side. I want to see more guys like George Santos, who just go up there and and are in their in their existence, are an expression of the individual voter saying, I don't care who you are. I just need somebody to pull that gavel for me that says we got to build a wall 45 feet tall (laughs) in the middle of the desert, and we got to launch nuclear weapons at France. And that's what the voters (laughs) are admitting, is that they just want a lever puller, which is ideal for politics. That's that's what politics is supposed to be. Faceless idiots who enrich themselves on the government dollar while they do what their constituents ask. The Democrats have done this forever. Nancy Pelosi, perfect example. Why was she there for so long? Because she enriched herself brilliantly and did whatever her constituents asked. People who aren't in those seats anymore, it's because they were too dumb to enrich themselves and they made an embarrassment and got shuffled out. You can't hang. Or... Their people, they didn't do what they wanted for their people. 
So as long as you can cater to Nassau County and 142,000 people who vote for you can't say, you know what, we're going to impeach you now. As long as you work for those 142,000 people, you can be the first Martian miner. You could be a, a, a you could have woven baskets for a living before you became the president of Duke University, and now you're in Congress. And that could be your story now. And mm-hmm. I love it because it, it just admits what the process is supposed to be, which is some idiot who takes a horse to D.C. every six months and votes for stuff. That's, that's what America is. That's good. That's well a good said. segment. Oh, yeah, I got to get the closing bit. And then I'll put it in post. Cool. Uh, Aaron, silver linings? Yeah, so. I'll play your. Yeah, this is, uh, like I said, I'm I'm forcefully. Let me play your music. Let me play your music. The listeners are going to want to hear this. Silver linings. Oh wow! All right, uh, I don't know if I explained to the listeners uh, when I took this job. Part of part of the sales pitch to me in taking this job was that I would get an equity share in the company. Well, I just got my first equity payout. Five dollars. <laughs> did you guys know? Did you guys see my 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 messages in the in the group chat? I did. All right, so I, I, I Bird, did not. Bird, how much do you think I made? Uh, $200. Less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This whole sales pitch that hinged on me accepting this job. I got my first general partner payout two days ago, $48 and 86 cents. Oh, that's <laughs> the good stuff right there. That's capitalism, baby. Oh, that's, and that's didn't fucking... you want to kill yourself a week and a half ago? <laughs> I want to kill myself every week. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, just imagining Clark Griswold in uh, Christmas <sighs> Vacation. Dude. Uh, that's so, really brutal. Yeah, it's it's fucking awful. But um, I guess it's supposed to get better as as these properties start <laughs> generating <hope>. revenue. <laughs> it can't get worse. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, they're gonna do $48. quarterly distributions, and Is as these tax? properties stabilize, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Coming out with that's, twenty nine. That's forty eight dollars and eighty six cents pre tax. Oh God! Oh, yeah. yeah. So I, I you know, we all, we all love listening to to my misfortunes. So I figured I'd feed Holy that to shit. the board. That's really. And good. Uh, brings me to my next question: Can I have some money? Um, <laughs> can we? Uh, no. Can we? Can we talk about uh, budget allocations? Because uh, I'm dying. Uh, yeah. Are you? <laughs> well, let's. Well, I guess we'll have to see. <laughs> In other news. We'll uh, Booked my uh, booked my hotel for the honeymoon. Oh wow! wow. Okay. Oh yeah. 
And then are you going to off yourself after the honeymoon or on the honeymoon? <laughs> on the honeymoon. Off. There's okay, too many yeah. There's too many cliffs in Greece to not jump off one. You get, you, you're going to entrap your your future wife into marriage and only oh, yeah, absolutely. three days before you blow your brains oh, out? No, I'm going to I'm going to frame her for murder. You, you, you managed to purchase three minutes of hotel time with that forty five dollars, and when that's up, it's all over, man. He just head out to the yeah, cliff. Yeah, he, he books. He books. He goes into the hotel. Yeah, I just need to book a hotel room for twelve minutes. What? Yeah. Just yeah, I don't need the whole night. Okay, what's a twelve minutes charge? Um, I'm gonna go to Home Depot and get four hundred dollars worth of cleaning products. <laughs> I'm gonna go on my what? Go on my newly newly married wife's laptop and search how to dispose of a two hundred and fifty pound body because that's how much I'm gonna weigh from all the from all the ramen I'm eating. Skating to the where where the puck will be. The, the, the baggage guy who brings out that thing that you put all your bags on that you push around. You just yeah. like loading bleach and cleaners onto it. <laughs> he knows exactly how to load it on there. He's seen it before. Yeah. <laughs> just like comically a rope tied around the yeah. top of it. I'm <laughs> excited to immerse myself amongst the Greek people. Okay. Um, I heard I heard they're absolutely terrible. <laughs> yeah, from what I understand, they're the Eastern French. Yeah, yeah. Just uh I mean, I'm pretty argumentative and from <laughs> what I hear, their their whole culture. I mean, Greeks and Italians are just just love a good fight. That sounds awful. Well, I hope you have a good one. I guess. <laughs> yep. I suppose. Yeah. Well, um, we should start taking resumes for a new co-host uh, sometime in September. Sometime. I'd September. like to be a part of that vetting process. We'll uh, who my we'll successor will be. Yeah, we'll think about it. Yeah. Uh, anything else? No, that's all I got. Nothing bright. Nothing. No other bright things going on, really. I would say. Yeah, silver um, lining is uh, I'm going to be a married man, if that's a silver lining. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not. Uh... It's in the books. All right. In the books. It's in the books. Gentlemen, I, I hate to say it, but uh, the board is not happy with TLE Nation. No. The board's not happy. What exactly is their fucking problem? The board doesn't think that it generates revenue. Ah. Uh, it's it's we've done what three of them? Takes time. I, that's what I said. I said give us a chance. Yeah. Takes they need time. to they need to calm the fuck down. This is a two quarter project at least. When you're talking about implementing new generating revenue inside of podcasts, six we need six months. months. At least. Yeah. That's we need six months. We're we're never going to recoup our expenses in less than six months. We will not even begin to hit our creative stride until April. Yeah. So that's, that's what that, we're asking. That's for very listeners. generous. Six more months of that. Six more months <laughs> yeah. of the news. <laughs> oh man. We will only need three months to drain our entire uh, listener base out. I think we need to go back to censuring. Well, we, we are working, we're writing up documents. We oh. found out that several members of our staffs have lied on their resumes about their history. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we've, we're, so we're looking into what we can do about that. Unfortunately, I don't think we have any recourse. 
Well, we don't have a lawyer, so I ha- I'm I kind of having to cousin my cousin Vinny my way through this. Isn't the elf uh, like a paralegal or something? Uh, we don't pay the elf to be a paralegal. Well, can we not pay her to be a paralegal? I'll look into it. All right. Good I'll enough. look into it. Good enough. The only other thing, gentlemen, that I have is that in, we are the number one little Amal, Joe Biden, a lot of stuff, China respecting, and then you reminded me migratory bird tracking. But not rape anymore. Oh, no. We're not tracking we're not rape, rape anymore. We're not tracking that anymore. Ugh. That come from the board, too? I don't know who that one came from. We're mm-hmm. also the number one weird 18-wheeler spills tracking podcast in America. <laughs> oh, we got some more news. We got something similar to an 18-wheeler spill in, in spirit, and I felt it was similar enough that we talk about it briefly. A river of melted butter spills into Wisconsin Canal after a fire at a dairy plant. Wow. You should see some of these photographs. Just if you, on your own time, Google... Melted Butter Wisconsin Dairy Plant. And you will see some photos. An entire river of butter formed. An entire river. And it's the winter, so it's cold butter. Just slopped up on the ground. And it's all over the canal. It's a butter-filled canal. All of the fish in the canal are dead. All of the wildlife, all of the plants... Everything is destroyed. The flora and the fauna are no more. And there's butter everywhere, but I'm thinking this is going to distribute some incredible nutrients into that water. Good. So that when the biome fixes itself, there's going to be a lot of kelp to go around or something in this in this, in this this lake of butter. Back stronger than before. I liked it. So I, I, I wanted to just note that that did happen and that we are we are with the people of the great city of Portage, where this occurred, also occurred in Partyville and Poignant. Hmm. Some great little, I don't know why they're all peas, which is very suspicious now that I read that over. <laughs> I'm going to have to look deeper into this, <laughs> fellas. Maybe they're lying. Maybe, maybe they're just simply lying. How do, how know, do we predict this running. is going to affect the migratory bird population? Oh, well, area. I don't know, but... Butter is certainly going to become more expensive because of this. That's true. true. We're in trouble, well, fellas. We'll keep, we'll keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on it. I'm not going back to margarine. Fuck that. Yeah. No. Not happening. Well, that's all I got. Wrap it up? Sure. All oh, right. yeah. Go and check yeah. uh, over the line for a great episode with one of the foremost... Can we call her... Gar, can we call her one of the foremost liberal thinkers in America, Dr. Claire yeah, Foster. I think so. I think we can call her that. It's a great yeah, interview. She's inspiring. Very inspiring. It's truly inspiring. It was a, one of the more inspiring interviews we've done, I think. Uh, that's over the line. Yeah, I left that with a lot to think about. I sure did. I'm still thinking. I'm still integrating and synthesizing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think you will be too, dear board member. So uh, go check that out and uh, come back and meet us here on next Wednesday live. And until then, two hands on the wheel. 